Awesome. Well, we want to welcome you to Beyond Sunday, the podcast that we have right here at FBC Allen that is about us and what we do, not just on Sunday mornings, because one of the things that we realize is Christianity, following Christ, being a follower of Christ, is not just about our Sunday morning attendance. It's about our whole entire life. And so we want to uh, feature our staff and really talk about what their life is beyond Sunday. Um, You know, a lot of it, like I'm with Morgan, my wife, all the time at the grocery store and kids are surprised to see her because it's like you live outside of the world of teaching. And a lot of times that for ministers too, it's like, man, we we live outside the the world of just being at the church. And so we want you to get a taste of what the staff does, their hearts, their passions, and what God is doing. And, And so I have Jimmy Smith with me. Now, I'm so excited about this, Jimmy, because I have been looking forward to this for a long time because you have so many great insights. I, I love listening to you. You're very thoughtful in what you say. And so um, you were the student minister before I came. Yep. And then you came on as Generations Pastor. Yep. And it's been, an, it's been an amazing journey because one of the things that's always hard in, in student ministry is following somebody. Because you're like, man, everybody's like, man, we love that guy. And you made it so easy because you're so loving, caring, and um, I just appreciated it. And I appreciated that I got to um, really kind of blessed by the fruit that you had in student ministry of, of doing things. And so it's just been a blessing. And then I got to work with you because yeah. student ministers never get to really work with each other because we're moving around, but I get to be right here with you. And well, so. good. I'm glad you said that because I, that was always my goal was to, when I finish to get out of the way, I don't, I, cause you know, you got to come in and whoever the next guy is got to establish their identity. And so I'm glad you said that because I just that was always in the back of my mind. I don't want to be in anybody's way. Yeah, and you did a great job, and so I'm leaning on you now because now I moved into another position, yeah. and now we have a new student yeah. minister, Hayden yeah. Walsh, which we're both going to interview later on yeah. um, in the coming weeks. And so now you are generations pastor. So people ask, what is a generations pastor? What does that look like for you? Yeah, that's a great question because I get it all the time, and sometimes. I, my short answer is always, you know, it's kind of like an associate pastor. And so when you say that, a lot of people are like, oh, okay. But it really is. It, I mean, the, the term generations is in there. And so that's kind of what I get to do. I get to kind of be a part of the different generations in our church. And so I help out with, with children, mini- children and youth ministry. I'm with our adults, senior adults. I'm just kind of all over the place. And, and that looks like in parent kind of parent seminars, looks like marriage ministry, looks like senior adult ministry, a lot of different things. And part of that too is getting to share the preaching duties with our pastor. Mm-hmm. And so love that part of it. But I, I love it because it's it's kind of broad. And so it just allows me to kind of be a part with the whole church. You know, I think sometimes we can get a little siloed, right? Yeah. Because we're always working with students and or we're always working with children. We're always working with this group. But this I get to kind of cross all those boundaries, and so it's a lot of fun. And that's what's really cool about our church is we, we've talked about this before. We're not really siloed. Right. All ministries kind of right. bleed into each other and, and really help each other out and step in, and you've done a really good job in, yeah. in leading that. And so we've been thankful for that, and I know Pastor Chad's been thankful to have you here to preach so he doesn't have to rely on us dum-dums <laughs> to do it. So he Whatever. has a, a really good someone to back him up. And so um, one of the things that we want to talk about is kind of your where were you before you came to FBC Island? Because you came in 1998. Mm-hmm. which, by the way, that's the year I graduated. Nice. So um, high school. <laughs> and uh, you came in 1998. Um, and so what was your, like, a little bit before your childhood, how you came to know Christ? Like, yeah. what was that life before First Baptist well, Allen? Before FBC Allen was Abilene. That's where I grew up. I okay. was born and raised there. Um, I was saved when I was eight. Um, and I understood, you know, the whole deal. I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. And I couldn't do it on my own. And so... Um, 
I, I was saved there at my home church, Pioneer Drive. That's where I grew up, and um, that's where I served. I was in the youth ministry, uh, college ministry, and uh, I surrendered to the ministry there. And so uh, when I was 18, and so I, I graduated in um, May, and then I started working for the church that summer. Oh, wow. As an intern, um, and then just was a part of there the whole time. So I, I went from intern to associate to full-time staff, and okay. so I, I served at Pioneer and loved it. Loved every bit of it because uh, it was my home church, you know, knew everybody and everybody kind of knew me. And um, so, yeah, I, that was all I knew until 1998 when I start when I first came to, to FBC awesome. Allen. And so, but yeah, but that was that was kind of and I, I worked under a lot of great pastors and ministers and who taught me well. And man, that's one of the things I would say to anyone who is thinking about ministry or just anything, you know, uh, if you're young. Just go talk to people who are seasoned and just ask a lot of questions. Yeah. I mean, Chad was on staff at Pioneer when I was in college over there, and there were a lot of times where, you know, bring in a Diet Coke and, and you know, some crackers or something and just sit down and just ask, a, you know, wow. a ton of questions. And But all the staff was always great to do that with me, and so it's just you just learn a lot. and. You know, learn from their mistakes, but also learn from their victories and stuff. So I, I encourage anyone to, if you're if you're thinking about a field, go find people who are in that field and just ask, ask. And that's a great point because we kind of have a similar. Like I started internship as soon as I graduated mm -hmm. out of high school, and. I really just would go into people's offices, yeah. almost annoying them yeah. with questions. It wasn't telling them like, and there seems to be a switch now. It's like everybody's coming in and saying, this is how you need to do it. Yeah. And or I know everything. I know everything yeah. because I, I studied a book. And I think we miss that. We right. miss that wisdom of a lot of ministers. Have, right. You know, I, I heard someone say like, I'd rather... I'd rather have five people that I can learn all five mistakes from than learning my own mistakes because right. I'm multiplying myself five times exactly. in that. And, and I think we don't do that. So what were, what were some questions that you really feel like people miss when they get into ministry? Yeah. Um, so ministry, I was going to say too, and I, I didn't just ask ministry questions. I asked, you know, life, what it, life questions, you know, yeah. what it means to be a husband, what it means to be a dad, because a lot of these guys were so far, and, and ladies, uh, uh, Beverly Allen was our children's minister. Oh my gosh, she was just a wealth of wisdom, but just, you know, asking life questions mm -hmm. to kind of help me in that area. But yeah, a lot of, a, a lot of ministry questions, uh, you know, talking about relationships and the mm -hmm. importance of relationships. I would ask about that, you know, how, how do you, what do you do to get to know people? What do you do? You know, how do you how do you deal with conflict when you, when conflict arises in, in, in a ministerial sense and, and with relationships? How does that work? You know, what what are some things that what are some things that I, I need to know? What are some things that you miss, you know, that, that you wish you could go back and tell yourself or you would tell me? And, you know, just a lot of basic stuff, because, mm -hmm. again, I think uh, I think, you know, I'm sounding like old guy here, but, you know, sort of this younger generation kind of comes in, like we said, and feels like they just know everything already. Yeah. And they've got all the answers. But man, there's just a wealth of knowledge out there that we can learn from and a lot of mistakes that we can. And honestly, they would give me answers and I would just say, you know what? I never thought about that before. Yeah. That's a great point. That, that, even, that never occurred to me. And so, but yeah, just balance time, you know, how to, how to minister, how to organize your calendar, how to prepare sermons, how to, you know, just a ton of stuff, everything from, you know, and, and what do you love about ministry and, and what are some, what are some of the things that are difficult for you in ministry? And we're still learning. Like oh, I ask gosh, you questions yeah. all the time yeah. about transitions yeah. and, yeah. you know, and, and, and we, you talk to Chad about sermon, like yeah. I think lifelong just asking questions mm -hmm. is, is key. You don't always have to go into a room knowing the answer. The yeah, question you, sometimes answers a lot of what you're trying to do. Yeah, for sure. And I just remembered, uh, and I don't, I don't know who taught me this, but I just remembered as I was younger, just 
be quiet and let the people in the room, yeah. you know, let the older people, uh, I don't mean that like bad, but just let the, let the more experienced people just speak. Because uh, I think a lot of times we come in with all of our, uh, I heard Andy Stanley say that people, you know, want to come talk to his dad or, or talk to him and they end up doing all the talking and, you know, like, wait a minute, I thought you were here to ask me questions. Right. And so it's just, just be quiet, listen and learn. That's a good word. So, okay, so high school, you graduated, you started interning. Tell us a little bit about like how you came about with family, Shonda. You have incredible kids. Like, talk about just kind of how you met Shonda yeah. and, and got into ministry and then also your kids. Yeah, um, so met Shonda at college at Hardin Simmons there okay. uh, in Abilene. Uh, she's from the Panhandle, Canadian, Texas. And actually met her through one of my cousins. Uh, her name is uh, her name was Becky. She passed away uh, with leukemia, but mm. Becky was uh, in the social work program with Shonda okay. and uh, Becky and I hung out. I mean, we were like best buds. She she kind of introduced me to golf, and so we played a lot of golf. We hung out. She was at our house a lot. Wow. And, uh, so anyway, it was through through her where I I first met Shonda, and then so knowing Becky gave me an excuse to hang out with Shonda. That's awesome. <laughs> and yes. so and then finally, it was kind of her saying, "Hey, you know." get off your behind and ask her out. And so, cause I was super yes. nervous cause I was just afraid she was going to say no. So I asked her, I said, if I say yes, or if I ask her, will she say yes? She's like, yeah, probably. So that's kind of how, and we both went to Pioneer Drive. Okay. She was involved in the college ministry. And so, oh, cool. um, so we, we just had a lot of common connections, but yeah, that's, that's how we met and started dating. Um, and uh, we dated all through college and got married right after, uh, right after we got married spring break of my senior year. So we got oh, wow. married in March. And then I graduated in May, and so it was it was great. And she already had she had finished college before me, and so she okay. was already working full time. But it was great. And uh, you asked about ministry and uh, surrendered to call to ministry. That was, I thought I was going to be a teacher uh, because my mom was a teacher, okay. my dad was a teacher. Uh, there's a lot of teachers in our family, and that's just kind of what I was going to do. I, I, I didn't, I, I just didn't think about anything yeah. else. And I really wanted to kind of go into administration because I had a principal in high school, uh, Mr. Curtis, who who was like the ultimate. I mean, he was good at what he did, but he just loved students. Yeah. And so he was just always with students and you know, he, he would come out, I was on the golf team and he'd come out and play golf with us and just really, so I was just like, man, I, I wanna be that guy. But again, just through God working through different circumstances and situations, I just, you know, I just felt, you know what, the church, I was just drawn to the church. That's yeah. just, even in college, you know, a lot of people get involved with, with sororities. And, well, sorry, I'm a guy. Fraternities. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably some guys that hung around too much in sororities. Yeah, there's a lot. But, you know, and there's a lot of college stuff, but I just wanted to be at the church. I just wanted yeah. to go be and, and do that. And so I just really sensed that calling, and I started talking to people about it, and, and people people were, you know, kind of just saying, you know, yeah, that that's we see that in you or and they just started affirming it and then people who i who i never mentioned it before you know were saying you know we've been praying for this for you like yeah. we really feel like you should you know that you sensing the calls lord to ministry and so that was that was really it just affirmation in my heart but then affirmation from 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 people who knew me and no one ever said yikes don't do that you know yeah. that's that's you're not cut out for that but it was just always so that's kind of how it 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 happened, and so when I was 18, uh, I, you know, at my church, surrendered to the Lord's call in ministry and changed, you know, started college knowing I was going to do that, and so the rest is history. And it's really cool because you, you mentioned Shonda was in the social work mm -hmm. of the mm -hmm. school, and she's very like involved in that here oh, at our yeah. church, like yeah. through the food pantry, yeah. Yeah. through special friends, yeah. like you can see that heart. And so yeah, that, that's sure. really cool for that sure. that even going to college volunteering it, it's helped her out, and she yeah. has such a 
great heart for that. Yeah, and Pioneer Drive, where we were both attending, she was attending, she was involved in all types of ministries, yeah. especially with kids. That was really kind of a big heart for her, uh, and still is. But yeah, she's very much a behind the scenes. She, she doesn't want to be up front. Um, you know, this kind of stuff, she would freak out trying to do yeah. something like this, but you know, but she's, she's golden. And yeah, she supports me, but also supports the church in a lot of different ways. And a crucial part of that church. Yeah, like, sure. I mean, it's, it's amazing to see she's involved in such a backbone part of the ministry right. of the food right. pantry, especially now that we have the season of mm -hmm. Christmas coming, mm -hmm. just interacting with our community. Yeah. And then you mentioned teaching and I see that heart with the way you love kids, students, parents, like yeah. that, that teacher's heart is, is still there that you oh, yeah. just want to pour in. And, and now that you said that, I look and I'm like, man, Jimmy does like you have that heart, like, a, a teacher, an admin, like a principal coming around, not being the negative principal, but a positive right. in the ministry. And I so just, it makes a lot yeah. of sense. So many people in my life were just, I was positively impacted by people who really cared about me. It was relationships. You know, I can't, I probably can't remember, you know, five things that someone taught me per se, but I remember the relationship yeah. and I remember what that meant to me and how they poured into me. They loved on me during difficult times, during good times. And I just remember that the impact that made. And so that's just kind of been how I've tried to, to do life and to try to do ministry is relationships. That's awesome. Uh, and really loving people where they are and, and trying to get to know them. And so I'm not always the greatest at it, but it's really something that I, I strive to do is to really get to know people. Because I want people to feel known, right? yeah. feel loved. And, and that's, that's a huge thing for a lot of people is that they're just walking around and no one knows them. And uh, so, uh, and I'm learning, you, we, you did the podcast with Lisa and Lisa talk about knowing people. She was, <laughs> she's my hero in knowing people yes. and names, but you know, but yeah, that's just, I, I think people, people want to be seen, people want to be heard. You do a great job with that. And so it, it's just neat to see that and let you know that affirm you in oh, that you're that. really doing a great job. Now you have kids, you, yes. have, you have Tyler, you have Logan and you have Catherine yep. and you've added one yeah. this last yeah. year. So tell us a little bit about yeah, your kids. So uh, three kids, Tyler's our oldest and he just got married to Montana uh, back in March um, of 2020. And so it was a little bit smaller wedding, you know, it was a COVID wedding. <laughs> Um, so, but it was still beautiful. It was awesome. They live uh, here in the area in Richardson. Tyler's a school teacher, um, teaching seventh and eighth graders awesome. math. And uh, his wife, Montana, is a, a nanny. So it's awesome to have her as a part of our family, part of Team Smith. That's yeah. kind of our hashtag. Yeah, it is. Logan's a sophomore at Baylor and uh, loving life there and thinking, thinking uh, maybe do something in the business world. And Catherine, wow. she's our... She's our baby, not our, well, she's not a baby. She's 17. She's a junior <laughs> in high school. And so she's doing great. And so, yeah, we love our kids and we're thankful that our kids know the Lord. And, and, and that's due to the, not just us, but that's due to the influence of a lot of people, right? From the church. Yeah. You know, you as their youth minister and Lisa as their children's minister, but just so many people. It's just like, you know, you heard that, you heard that term, it takes a village. And we definitely have, I like to say, it just takes a community of people to, yeah. you know, who love on your kids and, Absolutely. and pour into your kids. And so there's so many people that we're thankful for. They're good kids and they love the Lord. And that's not just because of Sean and I, it's because of a lot of people. Absolutely. Okay. So we're going to kind of shift a little bit and, and we're going to talk about your, your past and background mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But um, one of the things that you have is a wealth of knowledge because you were in counseling, like you went back to school for mm -hmm. counseling. So tell us kind of that calling, like you really felt God calling you to yeah. take, get a master's in counseling and you were involved in counseling and still are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was probably, so I was youth minister here at, at FBC Allen from 98 to 2009. And towards the end of, it happened a lot, but towards the end of that time here um, as student pastor, I, I was getting a lot of 
stuff that I was just felt like I was ill-equipped to deal with. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I, I know, I know the Bible and, and I can pray, but there was just some tough things that people were coming to deal with. And I was just like, man, I, I just have no idea. And so, and I felt like my time here as student pastor was coming to a close. Nothing bad was going on. And, you know, I, I, not like I was fired or anything like that, but I just felt like it was time for a new voice to lead our student ministry. And, and so within that, I just kind of felt like, you know, I want to I want to be able to help people, you know, and and sort of kind of help them where they are emotionally, mentally, those types of things. And so, it just it just worked out, and yeah. God kind of provided some things where I, I did go back, went to DBU, and got my master's in counseling, and then was able to connect with a uh, a local counseling center here um, to do my practicum, and then ended up working there. And so that whole time for about six and a half years was doing counseling. And so, but it was just interesting to to just kind of. Basically, it was just like adding more tools to my tool belt, yeah, and being able to kind of walk with people through stuff and, and kind of what they're what they're dealing with, what how, how that helps. And you know, I, I'm not I'm not discounting prayer. I'm not discounting God's word because those things are so powerful and they they're, they change lives. But you know, sometimes there, there's there's just you know you, a Bible verse in the moment of crisis can seem kind of tr- trite, you know, to some yeah. people. And and so you're just like, okay, well, let's let, let me help you think about this, or let's let's try to look think differently or see this a little bit differently. So, Absolutely. Yeah, it was just it was really just came out of a sense of I, I want to be able to minister to people uh, more than than I can right now, and so that's that's kind of where it happened. And you have that, like you know, we we've talked about this. Like I felt God kind of leading me in a direction. I didn't know what it was at the right. time. I just knew it was. And then all of a sudden, online pastor opened right. up, and you see. I can do some impact. I, you know, right. God is using yeah. talents, yeah. and and you have that heart, and so you know, and, and a lot of people are always like, oh, you got out of the minute, you got out of student right. ministry because right. it was bad. Here, this is an incredible church, right. and you want to stay, yeah. and you know, God is leading you, yeah. and so it's just been really cool to see those transitions, and you still love students, but you know, you can impact the whole family, or yeah. you can reach in that in that sense oh, of, yeah. of life. I mean, I'll always, I'm a, I'm a student minister at heart, and I'll always be. You know, I, I went. I still went to camp with you guys yeah. and, and, and went to camp uh, just this year. And I love students. I love student ministry. And, and I love, you know, just trying to help people because it's just such a formative time, right, as, as teenagers. But, yeah, to, to be able to now in my current role to be able to help a yeah. whole lot of people, it's, 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 a, it's a blessing. It's a challenge, but, but I love it. So where would people find you if you're not at church? Where would they find you at? Uh, golf course, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I love to play golf and uh, get do it as much as I can. Uh, but if not there, probably at home, hanging out with family kids. And, and doing that. Yeah. And uh, just messing around, watching sports. You know, right now it's the fall, so it's football season. So, you know, you're going to find me watching a lot of football or uh, on TV or up at Allen and just different places. But yeah, I, I love to golf, love to hang out with fam- family. Uh, um, so yeah, that anywhere around, anywhere around those places. Well, it's cool because like I see pictures on Instagram of y'all uh, playing golf, and it's it's mm-hmm. your family. Yeah, like it's yeah. a family yeah. event, and that that's just yeah. really cool. You Fortunate, make it. Yeah, fortunately, fortunately my boys yeah. like to play golf, and so and sh- and uh, Catherine doesn't mind going out. She likes to. She likes to go hunt for golf balls out in the woods. That's awesome. (laughs) She'll disappear for a hole, and then we'll find her again, (laughs) and she's got like a... 20, 20 golf balls that she's found out there. We need those, man. She, need those. <laughs> she loves hanging out in nature. So that's, that's cool. Fun. Okay. Well, that's cool. All right. So let's talk about what, like, 
what have you seen change in church ministry since you began interning mm -hmm. to now? What is the biggest, like, significant changes you've seen in ministry and church life that kind of just stand out to you? Yeah, I think one of them is just the place that the church holds in the family. Church has kind of sort of become uh, this option, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's sort of optional, and we've seen that throughout the years where, I mean, just everything kind of gets floods our, our schedules, and church kind of just becomes this this side thing and or if we have time for it and and I just I just know the value and, and not just speaking as a minister but just speaking as an individual the value that the church played in my family in my life as an individual and and just and just some of those things and I, I just see that I see families missing it yeah because they're they're doing other things and not that those other things are bad I mean I'm not saying you shouldn't you know your kids shouldn't be involved or you shouldn't be involved in things but it's just like I think I like to say it this way, you know, we don't put God on a priority list, but God, God is the one that orders our priorities. Yes. And and so I, I just think things have come gotten a little out of whack, and so church has sort of become this, this optional thing. And 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 I think too, it's it's sort of uh, it's sort of become really consumer based, and it's kind of like, hey, you know, what are you doing for me instead of you know how can I serve the church? What can I do to help make our church? Better, what can I do to to minister to more people? Mm -hmm. And so it, it, it's kind of flip flopped a little bit. And not that it's not always been there, but it just seems more prevalent right yeah. nowadays. That it's just more, hey, you know, it's about me. And so the minute that you're not about me, then I'm gonna complain or I'm gonna I'm gonna go somewhere else and all that kind of good stuff. You know, so it's just those are two big changes or just two major things that kind of stick out when you asked me or when you gave me that question. I was just thinking about those, just how it's become you know, less of a priority, sort of optional, and then it's just become very consumer-oriented. And, and and I get it because, you know, everywhere else in the world, that's it's it's based on us, yeah. the consumer. But, I mean, church is, church is just different, and, and I think um, that's, that's kind of hurting the church in a lot of ways. And we talk about this all the time, especially for our families. Like, we're not immune to this. Right, like, right. we deal with it all the time, and, right. and it's really a, an idle check. Like, we're constantly having, as ministers' families, an idle check. Like, mm -hmm. What is our idol? You right. know, for me, our boys and, and y'all dealt with this right. of, of sports right. and you're constantly, man, do they go to that next team right. and, and take that that next step? And we're like, is that an idol? Is it yeah. like, what does that look like? And then also, like, are we giving God glory? And it's mm -hmm. not attendance. I think a lot of people, when they hear it, they hear, well, you're just asking me to show up all right. the time. It's really a heart for God. Like, right. how are you? giving God glory in that. You talked about that in one of your sermons just yeah. recently about that, that it's really about our lifestyle and our worship to yeah. God. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, you know, as, as a parent, um, you know, I want my kids to know what's most important to yeah. me. And, and I can show them a lot of things. And, and it's just that, you know, you bring up sports because that seems to be sort of a, a big topic, especially in our area. Yeah. And it's not that we didn't want our kids to play sports. Um, and we didn't want our kids to succeed, but it yep. was just, they just always knew and we knew just that, hey, we're going to play, but we're not going to let this interfere on something that is a, a non-negotiable for yep. us. And I, I think maybe that's a, a key word for a lot of families is church. And again, not attendance, like you said, but the, the following the Lord and, and doing the things that we feel like God is calling us to. We're not going to negotiate those things to try to fit something else in. And so, I mean, you know, it and. That's just kind of how we approach it. I know that's not the approach for a lot of people, but I think, 
the importance is, is you know what, I'm going to surrender my life to Christ and whatever that means, that's, that's how we're going to live yeah. that. And that may mean, you know, I think more and more now today, the more and more that you, you, you surrender your life to Christ and, and, and let God lead you, you're going to stick out in a culture, mm -hmm. right? And, and you're going to make yourself vulnerable to, well, why aren't you doing this? Well, that's, that's ignorant or that's wrong or you're missing out or da 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 But I think the reality is, is that if we, if we do anything other than, than follow God, then, then we're, we're missing out on what he wants yeah. for us. And I'm not, I don't want to stand here and say, hey, look at us. We, we did it right. Uh, I'm just saying that was that was a priority for us, and and that's kind of how we try to to live our lives. And if you're if you're out doing other things, then then I think great, be successful, but also you know you want to honor God in what you're doing. And so I, I you know I think it's cool that there are some families who say you know what, I'm going to redeem this time. If we're out here on the softball field, then we're gonna you know yeah. we're gonna have prayer. We're gonna have a Bible study. We're gonna take it. We're gonna allow God to use us in where we are. And to your point, not to say don't feel bad, but hey, if that's where your situation is, then you know use it to honor God and, and use it to point people to Christ. And that's a lot of what we're doing with the online mm -hmm. ministry is not to be a substitute for being in church. It's to equip them right. to to be a part of the church all the time, right. like twenty four seven. Right. If it's on a Tuesday night, like do a right. Bible study. Like we want to equip right. you, and so that's kind of like what we're talking right. about. But we're still a community that meets. Yeah. And I think you know. To, take it out to those sports teams or whatever, it's like, you know what, you have an opportunity to reach those yes. people that our church may never ever get. Yeah. And so you are you are you're there and so be there as a missionary. You Absolutely. Know, be there as as on purpose uh, to say, hey, listen, you know, we're 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 a team or we're this, but you know, my my purpose here is bigger than that. Yeah. And that's to, to model Christ, but then also to share Christ. So what is your prayer for your kids, you know, future grandkids? Like, what is your prayer for them in the church? Like, what do you see going forward yeah, with I, the next generation? I, you know, my prayer for my kids has always been, you know, that they would they would love the Lord and that they would find their peace and their purpose and, and their life in Him. Because there's just... There's so many other things that are that are pulling on them, you know, mm -hmm. in a lot of different directions, and it's easy to get pulled those way, pulled in those directions. I mean, it, it happened to me. I, I went through a, a real dark time of, of anxiety and depression when I, I wasn't the youth minister anymore, mm. because I I didn't realize how much of my identity was wrapped in that. And when I wasn't that, I didn't know who I was, and so I had to kind of remember I'm. I'm 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 a I'm a follower of Christ and that's yeah. who I am and I happen to work at a church you know or I happen to do this and so that was that was but yeah my prayer is always that they would love the Lord and, and because they love the Lord not because mom and dad not because it was important to mom and dad but because they have that relationship and I want them to to be uh, I want them to be leaders and I want them to be you know just to be difference makers and that doesn't mean like you know they're going to change the world, but it just means the little part of the world that they're living in that they're going to have an influence there. That's and, awesome. And, and and do that. And so that's cool. kind of that's kind of been my prayer for them. And and, and you know you, you mentioned grandchildren, whenever that comes, or if that comes, you know that that would be the same prayer for them. Yeah. Uh, is, is that they would they would know and love the Lord and 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 share that love with other people. That's awesome. Well, Jimmy, we're going to do a part two because okay. we're going really long and okay. I, there's something I really want to talk right. about. You talked about, you know, mental health and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And so we're going to, we're going to close out this time with you. And okay. I just thank you so much yeah, for man. all that you're doing. I and look forward to part two. Dude, it's going to be awesome. And so um, thank you so much. Of course. And, yeah. Beyond Sunday is one of the many online resources that we have available to you from FBC Allen. The heart and desire of our church is that you are connected to the local community. So if you're not connected to a local community, be sure to let us know in the show notes. We would love to connect you to your local church. 
The local church is the heartbeat of the community. It is a city on a hill. And we truly believe that God's plan is through the local church. We are so honored and thankful that you are a part of this moment of Beyond Sunday. We look forward to the many other ways that we can connect with you throughout the week. Have a great week.